rising on an emerging generation of kings. Psalm 91, 10 to 16. I will read alone for time's sake. Psalm 91, 10 to 16. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For God, Jehovah Sabaoth, God your Father, he shall give his angels charge over you. There will never be a believer that God has no angel of protection for. See, God is not like the Nigerian police force or the Nigerian military force. Be like, oh, we are short-staffed. We are outnumbered. Are you following this now? The Bible says that the enemy, when he fell, Lucifer, when he fell, he took one-third of the angels. If it took one-third of the angels, that means for every fallen angel, there are two standing ones. Are you getting that? Look at your neighbor, say angels all around me. Morning, noon, and evening. I'm favored, I know. Who's been in Kings long enough to know that song? Angels all around me. Morning, noon, and evening. I'm favored, I know. I'm favored, I know. I'm favored, I know. I'm sorry. I have there's I have problems with music. Not problems. I have there's my my soul. Let me preach. So, so he shall give his angels charge of you. So for every fallen angel, there are two standing angels. Why should you be afraid of a dark spirit when you carry the Holy Spirit? The fallen spirits are still learning work. They don't have the capacity to intimidate you. Are you seeing this now? He said in their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample on the foot. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him. Look at somebody say God will deliver you. You know what that begins to tell you? What do we deliver? We deliver messages. Look at somebody say, God will deliver you as a message to your generation. What do we deliver? We deliver packages. Look at somebody say, God will deliver you as a package to your generation. You won't just leave the point of departure. You will get to the point of arrival. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Say my name, say my name. He will call upon me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. With long life, let's read that line together. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let's go to Psalm 92, 12 to 15. So for those who are saying, hey, well, that long life is eternal life or forever life. Oh, well, let's go to Psalm 92, the next chapter. Let's read 12 to 15 together at the count of three to one we read. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. 
Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. To declare that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Somebody say amen. amen. Father, we receive the breath of your spirit upon your word today, upon our hearts today, that we're illuminated and we are filled with your glory and with your strength in the name of Jesus. This will not just be another day and another time. This is an epoch-making season in our lives as we press into the realities of your word and we'll flourish and will fulfill your divine mandate concerning us in the name of Jesus. Lord, let everyone here understand precisely that which you are speaking to them, not just as your general counsel, but as your specific instructions within the context of our daily lives and operation. At the end of it all, our lives will not only belong, though we'll be strong, though we'll be full, we'll be fresh, fat and flourishing according to the promise of your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Can your amen be louder? So last week, we spoke about a number of things. We dealt very extensively with the importance of embracing the promise of long life. Because sometimes when there is the perversion of a, a, a reality or the pervasiveness of uh, an issue like death or sickness, it may begin to affect our ability to embrace the promises of God. So for example, if you know maybe some prayer warriors or some pastors who are strong struggling financially who are dealing with a lot financially it may begin to affect your ability to embrace God as a provider who knows what I'm talking about uh, if you have maybe some people who are fervent in the Lord that sister who's singing up a storm on stage and people are falling under the anointing and walking when they fall they walk up the right way and all of that and then maybe she has no child after five or six years in marriage you might begin to question whether God is actually faithful to keep his word or maybe you should actually cut corners uh, maybe if you know somebody who supposedly studies hard on, on campus and the person is doing well uh, spiritually but is struggling academically you might begin to wonder maybe there is no promise for excellence or that uh, there are no provisions of grace for academic uh, excellence is somebody here and we spoke about the fact that God has made the promise to us regardless of what we might be seeing around us it is not the desire of God for people to be cut short in their prime regardless of what our experience or what the experience of those around us may have been and then we also spoke about the fact that beyond the promise there is the provision that God has made certain provisions for us to be able to embrace the reality of eternal life or rather of long life and a strong life here on earth so today I'm going to give us 10 10 principles or 10 major things in the word of God uh, where God says see if you do this you will lengthen your days if you do this there will be long life if you do this um, then you will increase your time on earth glory to God I see that there's a preaching baby today giving me witness in the spirit yep but maybe if you could get the baby into a private room um, that might help him preach better. 
Glory to God. So, so, so a couple of things. Um, we, saw, we saw how Moses died, and I think we should read that. I believe it's in uh, Deuteronomy 34. Because last week we looked at different people and how they died, and, and we saw the template that God would allow people enjoy their latter days. All right. So Deuteronomy 34, verse 7. Or let's take it from verse uh, 5. Deuteronomy 34 from verse 5. Somebody say, I will live long and I will live strong. Let's read together. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And God, verse 6, buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows his grave to this day. Now, key point, verse 7. Moses was... 120 years old when he died his eyes were not dim nor his natural vigor diminished now somebody's going to go oh well back in the days they used to live long can i tell you something in times where people used to live long some people died young just like people saying oh you know what because it's in america it's prospering do you know in america people sleep under bridges I was in New York. I was shocked. The very first time I was in New York, I was shocked. I saw destitutes by the road at night, shivering under the cold, trying to keep warm. The Almighty, welcome to New York, where the lights will inspire you. But you still can sleep under. I went to a place in New York where there were a lot of, I won't say the nationality of those people, but the place looks like Lagos Island. Who's been to that part of New York before? Olubere, have you been to that part of me? You're planning to. Who's been to New York? Okay, people have gone to Old York. Not the new one. This year, you will travel out of this country. It's not for everybody, but for some of you, it is the truth. God will make a way for you to see more of his beauty in the earth he has created. If you stay in one corner of the world, well, except it's really your core assignment, your core assignment for some people called to a certain locality. Yep. Um, Jesus didn't travel beyond Israel, but he has gone way beyond that in his legacy, right? Um, but chances are that if Jesus were living today, you know he would travel a lot. Uh-huh. So when you are using biblical examples, you have to contextualize them, right? Um, so if you travel just a little bit or you're in one little corner, that's like somebody made you a massive meal with orishirishi or perfecta so should not be eating orishirishi with all kinds of things and then you're just nibbling on two pieces of it receive the grace to go beyond borders legitimately effortlessly frequently repeatedly yeah so in a place where there's prosperity, people can be poor. And in a place where there is poverty, people can be rich. In a season where people are living long, people can die young. And in a place where people are dying young, people can live long. Therefore, the outcome of my life does not have to be at the mercy of the predominant factors in the space in which I live. Is somebody here. So Moses, the word says that he lived 120 years old and his eyes were not dim. 
Can I ask you, did Moses have a doctor? Oh, let's talk right now. Jesus was his doctor. And angels were his nurses. Of course, you know we have nothing against doctors. We hosted one three or four days ago. But get the fundamental thing because for many of us, we dance around the substitute or the extra. And we've not really understood the core. What is the core? God has a provision for your health. He has it. If there's a body part that needs to be changed, God can change it. If your eyes are beginning to see double, I know we said it's your year of heavy harvest, double, double, but you will not have double vision this year. The Lord himself is correcting your eyesight. For somebody, the Lord is correcting your eyesight in the service. That amen sounds like you need some leukosase or some boost. It's important. How did he survive? He had no ophthalmologist. He had no optometrist. He had no surgeon in the wilderness. By the way, someone would be like, oh, well, he had a strong medical foundation. It was in Egypt. Where there are all kinds of medicines. Well, it was in Egypt the first 40 years. And then it was in the wilderness the next 40 years. Is somebody here? What it means is whether you have the best of health care, as in Egypt, or the worst of health care, as in the desert, God can keep your health sound. You don't have to die because trailers are falling in Nigeria. If you die, who will fix the problems? Don't be quick to count yourself out just because you were born Nigerian. You know, there's a way you can relegate yourself and say, Nigerians don't get those kind of awards. They don't enjoy those kind of privileges or benefits. Are you here? And it's a very subtle seduction that the enemy introduces into your mind that without you even knowing, you have edited your requests before presenting them. You don't even know it's happening. That when certain thoughts are coming into your head, for example, classic example, when most people in this room are thinking of buying a car, a new one never enters their mind. True or true? Whatever the factor may be, let me tell you, even me is an area I'm dealing with now. Because the factor in my head is not, oh, you don't have money to buy that. The factor in my head is, if I buy that, then I will not be able to buy that other one and that other one and that other one. Whether it's this factor or the no money factor is a factor. So it needs to be dealt with. Now the issue is not whether it's financially intelligent to buy a new car or not. That's not the issue. Because many investors will tell you there's no point buying a brand new car. Because the moment you drive it out of the parking lot, it reduces in value for between 25 to 35 just by driving it out. <laughs> 25 to 35%. Right? So the financial intelligence quotient behind it may not be high. However, this is the point you should think about. If you were in the UK or you were in the US, you can take a payment plan that allows you to pay 159 pounds over a five-year period. Are you following this? Over a five-year period, which means that whether you are thinking about it or not, there is a place in this current timeline of human generation where a brand new car is possible with less of what some of you are earning. Because what they are paying 
For a new car is what you are paying for an old Uber every month. For some of you. Why am I going this route? The issue is not whether it's possible. The issue is in which system are you operating in? I didn't ask you to clap, but if you want to clap, make it strong. So is 120 years possible by the medical system of God? By the human system? Maybe in a few Asian countries in this generation. Few Asian countries. Many of them live up to 90s and 100s in Asia. Why? Herbs, spices, exercising. So you see an 80-year-old Japanese person and the person could compete with a 52-year-old Nigerian. Are you following that? The system you are in can determine the duration and durability of your life. Look at some say it's possible. He says, his eyes were not dim, nor his natural vigor diminished. Moses did not use Viagra. Now some of y'all didn't get what I just said. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Moses did not use Viagra. Why? His natural kebalata. It's natural vigor. Oh, okay, some of you don't know what Viagra is. Blood tonic. <laughs> A brand of vitamin help. Some of us now, you cannot climb anything. Except a bed. They say climb up the stairs. This is our stairs here. You climb. You quickly sit there. Amaka is like, please go in. What did you climb? Just 60 steps. Moses was climbing a mountain. Without an elevator, receive grace, receive strength, receive capacity in the name of Jesus. You will no longer be bound by illness, by sickness, by disease, by deformity. In the name of Jesus, let your amen be loud. Look for three, will tell them long life with strength is possible. The sticks, some of you are not even standing up. And you can see mommy Akiosho standing up. And some of you are still sitting down when I'm preaching about climbing. Look for somebody and say long life. Marzi, for some people, any small thing. Vitamin, vitamin. I need blood tonic. I need energy, energy boost. I need power horse. Red Bull. Listen. You don't need to depend on power horse or Red Bull because you're carrying the lion and the lamb. So you are in beast mode. 
because the land of Judah is on. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? Your bull is not in a bottle. The bulls were already sacrificed and now you have the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and because of sin you have death. So if he took away the sin of the world, he's taken away the death of the world. You will live long in strength. Let's normalize 80th birthdays, 90th birthdays, 100th birthdays. Centennial, Pastor Vicky, when it's your 100th birthday, I'll be like I've been pastoring her for, I don't know, 60 something years. Chibi, you get what I'm saying? Can we normalize good health? Somebody shout, it is possible. Say, I choose to enjoy it. Quickly, media, give me, I believe it's Deuteronomy 28, 15 or 30, 15. Where Moses, he said, I present before you today life and death. He said, choose. People don't know that there is that possibility of choosing. Find it, find it, find it. He said, his, he didn't just say he had natural vigo. He said his vigo was not diminished. Somebody that has been trekking up and down. So I'm like, the reason I'm weak is because I trek up and down Nigeria. Moses was trekking up and down from Egypt. The Bible never told us that Moses had a chariot. At least Elijah said, my, my father, my father, horseman and chariot of Israel. Jesus rode a donkey and ass. There's no record. I should stop trekking up and down. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've been trying, my leg is paining you receive internal antidotes to premature fatigue say say i'm carrying a lot get up receive baristic anointing in the name of jesus if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you he himself is going to quicken your mortal body when Jesus got out of the grave the body let's go are you hearing what I'm saying I can feel it in my feet feel it in my hands look at this 3015 Deuteronomy. See, I have set before you today what? Life and good and so God associates death with evil. Life with good. As I give you this temperance, we are gonna see it now. That there is something called the operation of death. And the operation of death amplifies itself and its preeminence through evil. Classic example, roads, road rage, road accident costs many people their lives. How do many of those accidents happen? Different ways. One of them is that the roads are bad. So they give somebody 5 billion to fix 500 kilometers of road, highway. The person pockets 3 billion, fixes 1.5 billion in the account for months, and then deploys 500 million for the work. Is that good or evil? 
Now, because he's kept the money and the work is not done, is there a higher propensity for death in that place? Because evil produces death. So it may look like a natural political thing. It's just that it's not a political thing. The earth is highly spiritual. Highly. So when you cheat something, you are opening a door for death. <laughs> so let's go. Principles number one. If you want to live long according to God's methodology, God's principles, the very first thing, the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. It's a long life strategy. So it should be a lifelong discipline. Honoring your parents is a long life strategy. It's more than a strategy, by the way. I'm not saying you should honor them just because you want to live long. He's saying a byproduct of you honoring your parents is that you are going to live long. Ephesians 6, 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. We saw that. Good, right, and life, they are on one side. Death and evil, they are on the other side. So when there is something right, or righteousness, righteousness promotes life. The life of God is righteousness. It says, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. So number one, honor your parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. He says, this is the reason that it may be well with you in the land that God, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And the Old Testament says, the land that God has given you. Now, somebody's wondering, how can you say, Honoring my parents is a long life strategy. <laughs> I can't go into the details of unpacking that. Just the same way when the, de uh, the pharmacist, the doctor prescribes something, you know, many times. How many of you know that many times people have more faith in doctors than in God? Doctors, they have this peculiar way of writing. I don't know whether they train them so that you will not read it. Or they're in a hurry. Or they don't really care or they train them so that you people not be able to read it only pharmacists can read doctors writing so that you not go and be prescribing what's right so doctors right it looks like a signature but it's a prescription you cannot see what the doctor wrote in fact many times you are meeting the doctor for the first time true or true except you have a doctor on retainership your personal doctor. And only very few people can do that. Right? So many times you have a hospital. But the doctor will change. So they write this. The person writes the prescription. Boom, boom, boom. You carry it to a pharmacist. Whose middle name you don't know. Whose son name you don't know. <laughs> the person whose first name you might not even know. Then the person all of a sudden gets some medication from the cabinet. Maybe has to climb somewhere, put something under their feet, climb nothing. Then they bring it. Say, if you use it three times, twice a day, three pills, twice a day, for five days, you will be well. You have no filter, no barrier, no resistance. And you're like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That is faith in man.
with man-made medication and man-made supply that may have side effects and when God has written in his word his own prescription you argue God whose name you know not only his name you know his names you don't know the names of the doctor you know the names of God you know his Jaira you know his Rafa you know his Rafeka you know his Makadesh you know his Sikenu oh you know his El Shaddai you know his Sabaoth you know his Jesus the son you know he's Yeshua and you still argue please I'm gonna look for two or three more people tell them God is your real doctor don't argue with his prescription honor your parents please listen to this the Bible does not say honor your parents if honor your parents if they pay your school fees honor your father if you knew him when you were growing up oh can I come close right now honor your mother if she was successful in business Honor your mother if she gave you the larger portion of meat. There are no ifs. Honor your what? Father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What does it mean to honor? To value. To hold in high esteem. To treat differently. That's what it means to honor. That means you don't talk to them the same way you talk to other people. You don't just discard them. Uh, is somebody here right now? That's the first thing. Why? They were the conduits that God used to usher you into the world. The message Bible puts it this way. Children, do what your parents tell you. This is only right. Honor your father and mother is the first commandment that has a promise attached to it. Namely, so you will live well and have a long life. Please can I have two or three people come help me real quick. Now here's the deal. Are our parents always right? Are our parents, are they always right? You see, that's also now the point. Thank you very much, dear. Okay, can you stand there? Can you stand there? This is where you want to go. You want to go here. This is your Dad, your parents, your dad and your mom, in one, all in one. But it's not hermaphrodite, I promise you guys. And this is you. You have your eyes set on that. You want to do that. This is your dad, mom, parents. This is your parents. Right? I was going to say something, but let me leave it. So, so you want to go there. Now here's the deal. Your parents have been young before, but you have never been old. So you have passion, they have perspective. You have dreams, they have some direction. You have agidi, they have wisdom. You know Agidi? You know, sometimes Agidi can look like wisdom. Yeah. What's Agidi? Agidi. Agidi in B. Agidi is a stubbornness. It's coconut-headedness. Not everybody who's progressing is wise. Some are just stubborn. And stubbornness can break through some things, but it can build many things. 
Stubbornness can break through, but building requires wisdom. Consensiousness, carefulness, knowing when to talk, knowing what to not talk, knowing what to say with, knowing how to keep people's secrets, knowing how to be there for people. Are you following this now? That you learn by growing through life, not by being born in life. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher. He's not the only teacher. If the Holy Spirit were the only teacher, he would never have said to give gifts to men. Some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The daskalo is the Greek word for teacher, which means the one who breaks it down. So the fact that you see the whole picture does not mean you know where the bricks are. And the whole picture never comes together by itself. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. But because your parents have been through that line before. As you they go. As we they go. They carry you forehead. Shout out to Jody. Beautiful song. Right? The way you are walking. You see now. You see now. Sometimes you don't need discernment to tell somebody's future. By the barbarism of their walking steps. Yes. What's Berikberism? <laughs> Berikberism is the act of loose and careless walking. By the way, they are, the way they are looking, we can see the sluggishness potential is quite high. <laughs> it's the acting for me. I love it. And they're saying, guy, chill, chill, chill. This is the reason when God speaks to Abram about the promised land, look at what God says to Abram. God says to Abram while he was in his nighties, he said, Abram, walk before me and be thou perfect. There is something about the way you're walking I need to correct. I don't like the way you're walking. Loads of diggity. I don't like the way you're walking. Just, just be walking anyhow. Okay, anyhow. All right. Stop. Come back. Sometimes God will stop you on a project and says, "Come back," because progress and accuracy are two different things. Speed is not the same thing as success. Are we seeing this? I need to move. So God gave us parents. Don't forget, before you came into this world of big dreams and all this great and lavish expanse and the empires the men have built, God made them the hosts, the holding place for you. Do not disdain that there is something about that. And I know it may be hard for many of us who have some tense relationships with our parents or never knew who our parents are. So I'm not talking down at you. I'm not even here to placate you. The question is, do you want to live long or not? Honor your parents. Thank you. Until. I might need you guys again, but you can say for now. Number two. Obey God's commandments. Now, these scriptures are there and it says if you do this, you will live long. 
Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Now look at what it says then. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. Media, I know that you know that you're preaching with me. So as I mentioned, we have to be there. They'll help you. Go to verse 1. Let's read the message. Go to verse 1. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. What will happen? For length of days and long life and peace they will. So on top of what you already had, when you obey God, God said, but two more minutes. Fisi. Jara. How many of you, when you buy your SIM card, Sometimes it comes with two hours bonus call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people, don't let me mention the name of that particular company. They are not nice at all. There is a company in this Nigeria. One day, their network was very bad down for a day or two. Then they now send us to compensate you for the inconvenience and all of that. We're giving you 10 MB. To say what? To say yellow. It's not nice. The 10 MB is actually an inconvenience. Because it's going to take up space in my mind to wonder, is this the value of my life to these people? Anyway. So they give, so they, oh, let, let me know here. So, so they give the 10 MB, <laughs> sounds ridiculous. The 10 MB or whatever MB they give, bonus. Then they say, watch this, if you make a certain number of calls within a week, then you get an extra hour. Are you following? Man's creativity is an echo of God's possibilities. So if man understands that with more efficient use of a resource, I can increase it in your life, then you best believe that with better use of your life, God can increase your time. Because he says, for length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. What does God want in the earth? Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. How does he dispense his will? He puts his will in capsules of commands and instructions. So when he releases those capsules of commands and instructions, he's waiting for an open, faithful servant to unlock the treasures in that and to express it. Therefore, if you do more of it, you stay longer. Does it make even logical sense? Absolutely. Which one are you going to keep? The house help that does berigberism. <laughs> oh, my brother-in-law was talking about some guy who, who works with him. And uh, I think, I'm, I don't know, I'll take his permission to share part of the video. Somebody asked that record. My brother-in-law is a very amazing storyteller. So he just throws in those lines. And, and then he said, he said that this guy, this guy, don't let me call his name. Let me, no, no, call his name. 
Guy X said, this guy, he has a genius for getting things wrong. <laughs> so it has to be supernatural. His ability to mess up is impressive. Say, <laughs> so bring this one, he'll bring that other one. <laughs> now, who are you going to keep? That person that countermeasures all your instructions and advice. Or the one, the one, as you're saying it, the person is getting it, is completing it, and is leaving it out. Talk to me. Who? Okay. Who did God preserve the very first crisis, ecological crisis on earth? The flood. Who did God preserve? The rebellious and disobedient, or the righteous and the obedient? There you go. This is also why for those commands, guess what? The people who are feeding on the God-approved diet, not the, I'm not talking about Navdak. Navdak is good. But there's also God-dak. The God-approved diet of herbs, greens, tree, juice, without sugar. Do they live longer or not? So they, I mean, there you go. Do they live longer or not? Generally. Yeah, so there you go. Do we understand this point? Let's go. Number three. Look at another time. Uh, you know what? Let's read TPT of this. Just read TPT of Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. My child, he says, TPT, Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. My child, if you truly want a long and satisfying life never someone needs to take a picture of this right now you see this is good stuff it's there my child if you truly want to live a long want a long and satisfying life never forget the things that i've taught you follow closely every truth that i've given you then you will have a full rewarding life now, do you know why it's saying satisfying and rewarding? Because there are people who live long, but they are praying for death. They live long, but their entire being is shutting down. They have to eat medicine as food. I'm told about a certain politician, about how much he has to consume just to stay alive. Just to stay alive. And sometimes people have all the money in the world and all the power, in quotes, in the world. But the Bible says, what does it profit a man if he gains his whole, the whole world and loses his soul? I said, I desire, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Good health as your soul prospers. This is your reality in the name of Jesus. Number three, let's run. What's the third thing? You'll be shocked at this one. You'll be shocked at this one. Fairness and justice. Fairness and justice. Nigeria might as well be one of the capital places of unfairness and injustice. So go and check it. In the countries where fairness and justice are held in their prime place, people tend to live longer. And in the countries where there's a lot of wickedness and cruelty and people want to be taking other lives, 
for ritual killing, guess what happens? Life expectancy drops. There's Bible for it. Deuteronomy 25 verse 15. Deuteronomy 25 verse 15. He says, you shall have a perfect and just weight. A perfect and just measure that your days may be lengthened. Are you seeing that now? That your days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. See, if there's a teaching like this and you're not taking notes, I'm really wondering whether you actually have real plans of living long. Because the point of this is not information. The point of this is empowerment. Information happens through a teaching. Empowerment goes beyond the teaching into meditation, into equipment, into reflection, into... Are you following this now? Application. You shall have a perfect and just weight. What does that mean? Now, it's not saying your, the weight of your body must be perfect. Ah, my BMI is wrong. Ha, I can never live long. That's not what he's talking about here. Are you following? No, when I was talking about weight, it's Congo, uh, Mudu. What they call that thing? Jerry can. What they sell those things in now? What they use to sell them? Cops. Derica. That's the... That, you know it's from the tomato so, okay so they use the derica now the big one or the small one medium by the way let me just pray for somebody and let me just give you a piece of advice by the mercy and grace of God you not too long from now you get to a point where you not know the price of a derica because you will buy in bags the reason I don't know is that we don't buy in cups we buy in bags and it's not just because you have money. There are some things you do intentionally to send a message to yourself and your children. That we don't live from cup to cup. We live from bags to bands and storehouses and storage systems. And isn't it amazing how tensile the human heart is that it's going to eventually stretch to the standards you set for it. So he's talking about the cops, the derika, the mudu, the congo that you used to measure. Now how many of you know that in some places who has like a transparent cop, I, I believe so much in women, the ability to have all those kind of remarkable items in their bags or purses or wallets. You just happen to have a transparent derika. <laughs> or a cop, a measuring device, something. Yeah, yeah, you can come with it real quick. Please rush. So you know that it's possible you go to buy something from the market and when you go to buy something from the market, you don't know that the person has padded the beneath of it. They will just pad it like this. They'll put something that looks like the bottom. But because you're not observant, I know people like mommy, they are very, very observant. Ah, no! Kill every single yo. You see that? So, so yeah. they'll put it there. Now, it may not look like much, but it's about 10%. So instead of them giving you 10% free, you are giving them 10% money. This is the reason some of you, you're not doing your God portion, but you are giving it to the devil. Because your discernment is not high enough to know that you are being cheated in certain areas. Because your eyes are evil. When I see your eyes are evil, you're not seen like God. 
Because you are not doing things the way God has set. So you are not giving God his own. How will life give you your own? It cannot work. As in like, you know, God's intelligence is so fair and just that you will cheat yourself trying to cheat him. Are we here? So what God is saying is don't pad things. That's why he's talking about fairness and justice. Somebody works for you. Said person works for you. Person works for you. This person works for me. <laughs> I am an employer of labor. This person works for me. All right. What's the agreed time for your occupation? Your occupation is nine to five. Two, three times a week, this person stays till six or seven. Then at the end of the month, you don't give the person transport, you don't call an Uber, you don't give the person occasional amounts of money. Then at the end of the month, you now still delay their salary. Is it fair? Oh, come on, talk to me, somebody. Shout it louder. See, eh? if somebody beside you is not shouting, that means that person might be wicked. Shout it. Say wickedness. Dangerous. God says no pardon. Except it's that time of the month. They say you are in procurement department. Procurement, procurement, but you are not curing anything. So you are in pro-sickening department. Pro-diseasing. Pro-diseasement department. Procurement, you'll be pardoning it, pardoning it. Say service charge. Service charge. Then eventually becomes the service discharge. They approve the budget. Five million. Buy ten units of computers. This kind of computer. Then go behind the back and you re remove certain components of it. That they will not notice until three months down the line. Oh, can I talk right now? Do you still want to live long? Uh, the voices have dropped too. The voices have dropped again. Do you still want to live long? So when it says just and perfect, wait. So you, somebody works for you and slaves for you. Number one, don't delay their salary. If you delayed, pay back with an apology or some extra. I'm not telling what I don't do. Are you following what I'm saying? And if you delay, let it be that because you forgot or there was an oversight or your automated process was broken or maybe the company didn't make money that month but don't leave people in, a, in the dark and make them feel horrible for working for you yeah. 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 <laughs> even if you are balling remember the balls can be deflated Remember Felele and Health Ball? You know Felele? You didn't know Felele? That Felele ball that can spin like this. Read, let's read it together. You shall have a.
perfect and just way, a perfect weight and just measure, that your days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord your God has given you. Who has an Alice band or rubber band, something elastic, real quick? Now, I spoke about employers or employers not abusing the employees. How about employees? Let me talk about employees as well. You are called to do a job, but you are just there while in the wait time. Thank you very much. You are just there while in the wait time. You're using company time for personal projects. Oh, can I talk? You're on instant grants. You use the company photocopy. Go easy. To print without permission. I mean, like you could ask, but simple, just do it behind. Do it the behind. The boss says, Go and buy me Amala. You said, Am I here for Amalanization? You go to the one that is selling funny Amala with boss. The, the, the boss says, Buy me meat that is juicy. Look for the hard one, the tough one. The one that went is pulling like this to turn his white shirt to Adire. <laughs> color splash God says I don't like that serve with equity and wisdom and fairness do you know it happens in friendships as well some of you bully your friends you know they are mumu button so you manipulate them because you know they are not emotionally as strong or as tough as you are so you would dance them around and play them like a ball and kick them in four corners <laughs> So man, it's just like my friends do. No, that's what traitors do. Can I talk right now? Now, now here's the deal. He did not say here that your days may be long. Mr. Sher, come help me. He didn't say your days may be long. He said that your days may be what? In other words, this thing called life is elastic. I can stretch more. More life can come out of your life. Why will fairness and justice lengthen your life? Because the Bible makes it clear. I believe it's Psalm 89 verse 11. It says the foundations of the Lord's throne are righteousness and justice. So justice is strong enough to carry God forever. Justice is what God is thrown on and the Bible says your throne oh God is forever and ever the scepter of righteousness is your scepter so when God bases the perpetuity and the eternal nature of his royalty and kingdom authority on justice it means that justice is strong enough to endure this is the reason lies can run fast but they can't run for so long truth will always catch up because lies will always break down and need a towing vehicle and oftentimes, the towing vehicle for lies another lie. When the era has died, <laughs> you need another era. <laughs> so why tell the era instead of holding onto the mirror? Listen, if you're not finding this funny, that's the whole point. You're not supposed to find it funny. You're supposed to find it useful. But if you find it funny, then you're getting an extra point on the point. 
fairness, justice. Fairness and justice. Let me not even talk about it in the church. Fairness and justice. <laughs> so if you teach people about giving, give, 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 give. Can you also teach them about getting? Can you also teach them about having? Because if all you're teaching to me is first fruit, first fruit, first fruit, one day my first fruit will be my last fruit. And I run out of the fruit of patience. And somebody might become a patient. If we teach people about giving, we should teach them about getting. You teach them about sowing, you should teach them about reaping. Teach people about letting go. You should teach them about holding on. For the Bible says there is he that holds more than his meat. That means that there is a dimension you must hold. He said give a portion. He didn't say give all the portions all the time. I, mean, I don't know why people are not even happy about this. Liberating message. Oh, my daughter, all you have to do is to give to the Lord. Covenant, come, come. Oh, wow. What a beautiful covenant you are. Covenant. You don't need to do anything in this world. Just so. <laughs> See, some people, not, not you, some people, they sow and sow and sow till the whole place starts smelling. So, so, so. Paul says, I did not withhold from you the whole counsel of God's word. In other words, there's something about your preferred counsel. See, let me tell you, not every tough message I preach is what I prefer. But the Bible says, be instant. Preach the word. In. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm teaching to you, teaching you, ministering to you. The Holy Spirit is telling me certain things in my heart. Oh, you need to pay attention to that in your life. And I don't preach. Rather, I don't, yeah, I don't leave what I preach. I preach what I leave. I preach out of my life. That's why there's always so much to preach. Because my life is lit. Please walk in the light. You're in darkness no more. Number four, let's run. Seek, embrace, and apply wisdom. Is this helping somebody? Look at that. Proverbs 3, 13 to 16. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that gets understanding for the merchandise, the trade, the commercial value of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. He's saying wisdom is a commodity in the spirit whose returns are superior to the returns of silver and gold. That when you trade in wisdom, you are more profitable than crypto. A life of foolishness is a life of liability. Some of you had some foolish friends. <laughs> Bukala and I were listening where uh, we wanted, because these days when I want to put out a reel and I want to use music and somebody needs to do it, I literally go and listen to the lyrics or read the lyrics because sometimes some of those songs are so fast you can't even hear what they're saying. 
And if you read the lyrics, it's just going to be like, eh? What are we? And sometimes people will use those songs for Bible verses. There is an S word, F word, this word, that word, that, yeah, na, 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 na. So there was this song, there's a song I like. I really like the song. The beat. Ah, hey, hey. <laughs> like this, let's even go and, let's, do you remember the song? Let's even go and read the lyrics. And there's a line of that song that says something about, as I sing this foolish song. Some of you know the song. Should I say it? Should I say it? Should I say it? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. That song. Now, here's the point. Some of you had foolish friends. Uh, listen, listen. If you can't look back and remember one or two foolish friends, it possibly means there's still a dimension of folly at work. You don't know. That foolishness is often a pathway to greater wisdom. So if you can't look back at your life and see one or two, you are in your 20s and 30s, you can't see one or two foolish friends you've had, chances are you still have them. Or, I mean no disrespect, you are possibly the foolish one that they had. Can I teach? Now, you have a foolish friend. You had a foolish friend. Time for exams. This person is not in the mood. Will not even read. Will borrow your notes and say, I want to make photocopy and not return it. You are calling all over the world. You are having a panic attack. You are on the cusp of a 2-1. This is the determinant siesta. Uh, sorry, semester. <laughs> But actually, for some people, their semesters were siestas. <laughs> they slept throughout. Right? Why are you guys looking so straight? Like, you guys never had those kind of experiences. Or you're, pardon? <laughs> right? So, so this foolish friend will do all of that. You were on like 4.49. Know that this thing, I need to get an A. If I don't get an A, they'll say A. What happened? You're supposed to get the notes. Calling, calling, I'm on the way. Ha. 30 minutes, I'm fast approaching. 30 minutes, I'm tending towards. <laughs> 30 minutes, if you blink now, you'll see me. In your imagination. <laughs> you see? So, so the... <laughs> Foolish friends. Now, was that person an asset or a liability? Please write this down. Foolishness is a liability. And see, anybody who has a liability becomes a liability. A person with liability becomes a liability. And anything that is saying what God is not saying is a liability because that's the ability to lie. So it says, trade in wisdom. Can you give us in the TPT from verse 13? Trade in wisdom. The proceeds of wisdom. Better than fine gold. 
See that now. Those who find true wisdom obtain the tools for understanding the proper way to live. So there is an improper way to leave. It says the proper way to leave. For they will have a what? Who can you imagine that? Somebody take this picture. Mm. You know the creative thing I could do? No, let me tell you. Let's take the picture. Yeah? A fountain of blessing pouring how? Into their lives. He says to gain the riches of wisdom is far greater than gaining the wealth of the world. So how does wisdom preserve your life? How does it do? Foolishness will cost you your life. Many, many, many years ago, and I mean no disrespect because um, you know, sometimes when I'm teaching strong messages like this, I might be like, oh, Peter doesn't care. He's laughing at people and all of that. No, no, I really do care. That's why I'm actually trying to make sure you get it by throwing in any sound bite or laughable moment. But don't miss the point. Many, many years ago, some of you were in uh, university. Who went to university and you went to all those beach parties and went lit parties or maybe you were a believer. Then you had your own believers gang and believers club. Uh, Christ must rock the campus. Uh, club sea rock <laughs> you are you guys didn't do that some of you are just badua on this campus fire must fall some of y'all went to those park <laughs> with tontini trousers float <laughs> ah you hear somebody so we went for one of those uh uh, pool parties but it was a believers pool party yeah yeah and yeah yeah it was a believers pool party why, why are you guys why, why are you judging I thought Kings was a judgment free zone there's JFK there's JFZ when I say pool party do you know whether it's P-U-L-L party we're pulling people into the party of Christ <laughs> so I already judging, judging, judging. You see, <laughs> don't let me get distracted from. So, so went to that party, and then there were this guy, guys that came. But trust me, believers it was believers for party, and people were not wearing bikini, bikini, right? So look at this. There was this guy, one of the stewards. Somebody say foolishness. I reject. Stupidity, not my portion. Senselessness, away from me. Now and forever, in Jesus' name. So, of course, you know, you have to know yourself and know your life. There's no pool party you're going to take me into that before I jump into the pool, I will not go and look for the shallow end first and try to test the waters. Even the people that are carrying the Ark of the Covenant, they put their feet inside the water, then the thing parted. The Bible didn't say they jumped inside River Jordan. The fact they are wearing Jordans does not mean you should jump into the Jordan. People don't always have to know you still need some trainers. I need a close. So see this. This guy, 
I don't know what happened to him. All of a sudden, the guy just jumped, boom, into the pool. And he, he was diving and he went right into the shallow end. And he literally died. Because foolishness can cost lives. Now, let me tell you what. It's not just the foolishness of a person that can cost that person's life. It's not just the foolishness of a person that can cost the person's life. The foolishness of a person can cost the lives of people around them. That's why you must have a serious antidote to folly. You must have a distaste for folly. Me, I do. There are many things I can tolerate. I can tolerate human weaknesses, moral failure. I can tolerate somebody's personality issues, well, to a degree. But foolishness, once I spot it, I give it some distance. I will treat it with long distance. Once I find that that foolishness is inherent, indwelling, perpetual, abiding, mobilely operational in the heart of a life, and the person is resistance to the vaccination of wisdom, the person has developed resistance to booster jabs. We can't be too close. Because foolishness will cost lives. Are you wondering whether you have wisdom enough for friendship with me or what? Because <laughs> I'm I just looking. All right. Let me see what else we can do. So, wisdom. Now, look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. Let's go. As wisdom increases, a great treasure is imparted. Greater than many bars of refined gold. So, people are dying for gold, but they're not dying for wisdom. If you die for something, die for wisdom because wisdom has enough life to resurrect you. You're dying for crypto. Every night you're watching NFT, looking at monkey pictures. How do you know? Because I do too. <laughs> Not every night. But <laughs> NFT, NFT, NFT. Yet, you have NFT. No future training. But here's the point. You, you're looking so much at monkeys, you're not concentrating on the Lion of Judah. If you study crypto more than you study Christ, you are beginning to worship mammon. Crypto, 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 Christ, it all, Christ, it all. Christ, in whom are the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, will then begin to illuminate your heart and your mind, either directly or by a pool to the website you need to go to, because the one who has the river of life also has open sea. Let's preach. I know 80% of people didn't get that, but you'll catch up with us. May the Lord enlighten your heart. It's good to have a very wise pastor. It will elongate your life. Number five. I have to close with this one now because I don't know what I'll do to the remaining five. The remaining five will teach it online or something because I enter teach legacy in the second one. Maybe I'll start with the second one. All right, let's list number five. I'll, I'll talk about number five. And this is where I'll close the service. Be planted in the house of the Lord 
Psalm 92, 12 to 14. He said, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. How shall he grow? He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Now, this is not for everybody. Now, go, go back, go back to verse 12. Look at verse 12. It qualifies people he's talking to. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Solid. Grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Solid. Verse 13. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord. So regular gathering with believers elongates your life. Literally. Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially, chronologically. How does it happen? From something as direct as a word of knowledge. Saying, GB, this week, you're supposed to take two others. And this is a word for you, by the way. It seems coincidental, but it's actually a word for you. And you, God might have given the instruction. You're supposed to fast two to three days this week. Something as simple as this. Because in fasting, the spiritual sensibilities are open. They're sharper. And therefore, he's about to order a bolt. And God says, no, don't take the bolt. Or God says, go and check the door to the house. Or you're praying the midnight watch. Oh, there have been times that happened to me. And we left the door open. Because somebody on staff or the help left at a later time. We're like, oh, we're going to close the door later. Are you following that? Yeah. How about this free medication called laughter you enjoy every Sunday at King's? Yeah. Therapeutic. Yeah. Maybe start calling me Dr. Dami. Yeah. Now, I know it doesn't happen in every church, but in many ministries, there is a moment of laughter or something to smile about or a testimony that causes your heart to be open. And the enemy wants to do what? Don't forget John 10, 10. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to... So when the enemy says, don't go to church, what is it trying to do? It's trying to steal, it's trying to kill, it's trying to... When the enemy says you are already church, you are church by yourself, it's trying to do what? Because there is no place that says you are church. There's a place that says you are the temple, but you collective are church. No one person is the church. It's a gathering that is a church. Ha <laughs> Jesus didn't say, if you believe in me and you are there, I am there. He says, if two or three shall gather, there I am in their midst. In other words, there's a dimension of divinity that comes into full foray and full expression. When there are two or three other people who are bearing witness. And Paul says, when you come together, let each person come with a teaching. Let somebody come with a psalm. Let somebody come with a song. Let somebody come with a word. Because we are the church and somebody is contributing a different dimension of the divine life and light are you hearing what I'm saying God is light but when you pass 
white light through certain prisms you see different bands of light so we are the light of the world but Minister Solomon might be yellow light. Uh, Minister Uche is green light. Uh, there's somebody here is indigo. Uh, indigo, indigo. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? There are different bands of light. The colors of God gain expression through your unique interpretation and disposition of his majesty. He says when you come together as burning flames of glory, then hell begins to shake and darkness begins to dissolve and the weariness begins to fall apart and depression has to check out and envy dies hey are you hearing and all of a sudden a week long of temptation is literally transformed into another week of testimonies it elongates your life see me because when we see me see me see me so see me sometimes i'll be like where see me the people here you don't have to raise your hands but many of you know out of the blues i just call you or i send you a message anybody ever happen to uh, send a message or send your whatsapp call and many times there's something you're dealing with or something you're addressing because god builds a medical system a holding place a quarantine section that says you will not be touched and when you are planted he didn't say those who visit the house of god he said they are planted there they are planted they preach when they don't want to preach the scene when the feel tired they play when their hands are weaker they still minister when life's pressures are strong but i'm there i'm coming morning noon and night i show up on sunday i show up on saturday for the rehearsal i show up on zoom for the team meeting on friday or thursday in love with king's missionary my master life i am planted and when you're planted in a garden you will enjoy the keeping grace of the gardener The goat that wants to eat the yam has to contend with the farmer. Oh, you are God's yam. The devil cannot do you yama yama. When it tries to come against you, the devil builds, God himself builds a fence around you. It says break the hedge. What will happen? The body of Christ is a hedge around you. Is a protection around you. Don't say, I wish I can be blessed. Once you are in a body of believers, you're already blessed. It's a blessed of you for your eyes see and your ears hear. Who am I preaching about right now? The Lord is about to build some level of protection you've never seen before. It's always been there, but you're about to walk in it, manifest it. Somebody shout, I'm planted. The enemy wanted to wipe out a whole generation. So he raised an anti-church movement. It's a movement from hell. Isn't it interesting that church hurts, but the truth is that church heals. Isn't it interesting? Pastors disappoint, but the truth, your destiny appointment is still with the pastor. Why? The ministry gifts are the hand of Jesus hand of Jesus apostle thumb he can touch all the others prophet he can point out direction evangelist has the longest reach pastor he carries the ring he marries all the gifts so he can be apostolic within the context of a local are you following the 
the teacher gets into funny parts, difficult areas. Are you following? Your heart is so nimble, love it. Right? And so there's a, a generation of people. I don't need any church. I don't need any pastor. No problem. You don't need any inheritance. Because when God wants to give, it gives through his hand. Through his hand. They had the bread in the multitude, but it took the apostolic ministry of Christ to take the bread and multiply it. So that's the reason I can see an idea you have or a gift you have. And the way I'm speaking about I'm speaking about your future and the things that can happen. I have the grace for amplification and multiplication. So that some of you, after you speak with me for five or ten minutes, you can't even sleep. Your head is spinning. Why? I saw the loaf in your hand. I took it. I gave God thanks and I give it back to you with multiplication potential. And so break it because there's a generation waiting to eat it. To feed off the wisdom of God through your unique expression. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Church, elongate your life. Go and ask old people. Many old people, 70s, 80s, are grateful that once or twice a week they go to church. Have you noticed that when our parents retire, all of a sudden they become more prayerful and more religious? There is something that's doing to them. It's not just because they have more time. It's because they now also have place more value so why do I want to wait to be 80 till before I generate that fervor and fire are you here somebody I will listen to the Holy Spirit to know whether I'll continue the five in the second service or whether I'll preach what I prepare for second service and complete this on Monday or Tuesday or something like that but wherever you are can you release a sound from your spirit Mendohosia Kabandish those five points to the Lord. I will honor my parents. I will obey God's commands. I will be just and fair. I will embrace wisdom. I will be planted in the courts of God. Kamatule teye tatos Zeramayo Dole mole samato Yei madamate dodo Elba planted. Some of you came to visit, but this is your house. This is your house. Some of you have been visiting, you've been going and coming. But the planted, it's a life letting strategy. Da 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 
I will live long for the right reasons. I will bear fruit in old age. I will be fat and flourishing. I will be fat and flourishing. In Jesus' name we've prayed. The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.